This episode has been sponsored by MapHook. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Matt. I'm Dan. And I'm Opie. And I'm Tinzian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, July 29th, and this is episode 13 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast and featuring members of the Geekbits Podcast. Last week, we left the town of Winterhaven and started on our trek towards the keep of the Shadowfell, and along the road we encountered some people. I'm going to let Tinzian catch us up on where we are currently. Dungeon Master, you are a go. Having just recently encountered the uh, lawmen, for lack of a better term, from the town where boredom was taken, the rest of the journey up to the Cairn of Stones, uh, marking the uh, delineation between the main road and the side road up to the Keep of the Shadowfell is without incident. There is an estimate that there is at least another hour worth of sunlight uh, before twilight is upon you. Looking up, you are able to see at the top of the high, uh, not a hill, not a mountain, something, something, um, a keep that clearly has seen better days but uh, easily from this road uh, juncture to the keep proper is probably only about 20 minutes of, of good efforts let's head I'm ready to go okay the path up to the keep is marked by uh, what appears to be fresh footprints within the path left from a recent rain. There appears to be some amount of litter here and there, and clearly it is an active path as a uh, couple of uh, wagons have passed through um, to this point. Zenatari looks at the keep and looks at the sky and says to everyone, there's no way I'm going to sleep inside that dark castle in the middle of <laughs> in the middle of nowhere and be able to sleep at all tonight. So I think we should look for a place in the woods that's safe and maybe make camp or something else unless you guys want to walk in the dark into the scary keep. Correct. I'm hungry. sleep in my tent. <laughs> I said somewhere not dark and scary. Boss Never says mind. he's hungry and would like to eat. <laughs> okay, Kirk, says to, Kirk tells Boss to skip a meal. So is is the general party consensus? Uh, Dan, feel free to jump in here as well. Is it to uh, make camp somewhere? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay. Yes, I would, I would like to make camp before. Yeah, I'd like to go in during the day, if at all possible. What what's what sort of um, 
precautions are you taking, such such as how far into the woods you're going? Are you going back the way you came and then going somewhere else? Tell me, walk me through your camp preparations. Sanitari, and the elves should find camp because I can't see in the dark. Oh, I can't either. Dan, Darrow's can see. Yeah, I'd say we camp a little bit off road, uh, deep enough in so we can't be seen, and then we all take watch every few hours. Switching which, which which road are you going to be going off of, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Be a little bit more. The main specific. road, the main road heading off of the, towards the keep. Okay, so you go, you double back down, um, good fifteen minutes to where the cairn is, and you go off road from there. How far into the woods? Far enough where we won't be seen by traffic. Okay. Kurik has already pitched a tent. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that guy's uh, a really good camper. He <laughs> is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's looking to range her. That's... <laughs> um, are you guys planning on lighting a fire or? Anything like that? If everything goes as planned, I'll be lighting a fire Stop too. It, Greg. Stop it. <sighs> <sighs> Only one episode has ever gone by beyond besides the repo. The, uh, the... Uh, roll to bang Genesis character. <laughs> you have to roll a sixty-nine. <laughs> um, I say no campfire, but. I say we just stay quiet. Well, if in that case, Bosk is going to bed because I can't see crap in the dark. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a good one. But he can smell it. Okay. So Bosk draw, drawing drawing his head into his armor it becomes a true turtle, uh, like a rock in the ground. First, and, I'm going to uh, dig into my adventures kit and pull out some dried bits of of, of beef. And, and and a little water from my canteen and be satisfied with my belly growling all I'll night long. Satisfy you. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna pull out dried bits of beef. So that's where. Um, that's what's, where uh, I'll drop. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. Uh, Daros, what do you do? Uh, I will take the first watch. Shoot the hostage. <laughs> I'll form the head. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I will take first watch. Uh, I will also eat something while I'm chilling and uh, keep an eye on the campground for the night. Okay. I would take second watch, but I can't see in the dark, so I don't know how helpful that'll be. But I'll do it. I'm scared. You can see? All right. Yeah, yeah I can see. I'm a freaking elf. I can see everything. Okay. <laughs> Except anything no, beyond no, no. four inches away from his face. I've got a night vision top hat. I can see. <laughs> <laughs> Your character wears a top hat? Wow. That's ugly. Bosk is asleep. No, that's just his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're sleeping. Those of you who remain awake on watch throughout the night uh, encounter a fairly uneventful evening. The sky is reasonably open to your uh, to your view, and occasionally there has been uh, what could be best perceived as a 
darker shape passing across the semi-moonlit sky. One appears to be the large form of a dragon flying at height um, in the sky over your heads. The other, a large spherical sort of ball with uh, what appeared to be ropes hanging off of it. Um, passes much lower over the tree level above you, but does not appear to stop. Whether these are actual sightings or merely a guard's hallucination is uh, up to your uh, imaginations. Daylight um, comes, uh, perhaps uh, without any incident, and the party is now left to break camp. What's for breakfast? <laughs> More dried meat. Uh, so how was the events not of Kurok and Darius? What what happened during the night? Quiet. Anything. We promised Quiet. we would never talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we, were both, we were both lonely. Camp stays at camp. Yeah. Broad, wow. broad road camping. <laughs> uh, nothing. It was a very uneventful nothing, 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 nothing at all. Keep nothing to see here. Move along. <laughs> uh, okay, let's hey. head out back onto the road and head up to the keep. Let's break camp and move. Okay, ready? Are you guys just going to roll up on the keep, or are you going? This is a little training wheels moment, or are you going to stop at a distance and try and scout? Um, if we could get some elf eyes in there, it would be good, nice. But I, you know. Maybe Darius could also stealth and like try to go ahead of us or something. Will do. On it. Rolling now. Oh. Over. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, phone. Work for me. Yeah. 18, 27, 31 I rolled. <laughs> Very good. You go into stealth and... Uh, how far ahead are you going to try and stay? Um, or Actually, I should ask, uh, how far back is the party going to stay from the keep? Yes. Darius explore. I think we we walk towards it, and maybe like Darius could walk like ten feet ahead of us, and Kurt could kind of be in the lead so he can see stuff or something, and we just kind of all follow, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, coming up the hill, there's again no traffic coming down your direction. However, as you fully crest the hill and are able to make your first uh, proper viewing of the keep, you find that there are three wagons that are tightly uh, drawn up towards uh, one another um, at the, near the entrance to the keep. Um, it is a stone sort of arch-type entrance and uh, it appears to be the only opening in that section of wall. Do we see anyone? Are the wagons empty, or what do they look like? You can't tell from where you're currently at uh, if the wagons are empty or not. Um, there doesn't appear to be anyone milling about. Um, but uh, the wagons are there. Okay. All right, well, I'll slip up by the wagons and take a look. See if anybody's there. 
and I will also move towards the storm, the stone door, and see if I can see anything okay. while I'm in stealth before the party moves up. Uh, answering these in no particular order. Looking, and the following is out of character for all except Daros until he chooses to share. Uh, looking down the, looking through the doorway, you look down at a very deep and uh, sharp set of um, stairs to the right side of this. It's, it's a fairly wide set of stairs, like a couple. Um, Three people could walk abreast if they wanted to, or two in armor. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that on the right side of the stairs there appears to be a loading slide, or an unloading slide, um, jury-rigged onto the uh, stairway. Um, outside of the keep, there is a movable sort of slide that could be put up against, uh, say, a wagon for offloading of cargo. Inside one of the wagons, the rest of them being empty, there is a, uh, I guess for lack of a, lack of a better explanation, a keg-sized uh, barrel. I know that size. Mm. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. A, 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 a dwarven small mug is probably the equivalent as to what uh, uh, Opie knows. Mm. Okay. Alright. Is that all I find out? Yep. There's a lot of foot traffic in and out of this. And, and I, uh, saw, I saw no one, right? No. Okay. Alright, well I would go back to the group, inform them, let them know the what we have seen, and that we should proceed inside. Do you withhold any information, or do you modify any information? No, I tell them everything that I had seen, uh, even the keg and the, uh, the the wagon, and ask if they would like to, you know, investigate that, see what they're moving in and out. Uh, but other than that, wow. uh, I tell them um, everything I saw, and that we should move on. There seems to be no signs of danger that I could see. Okay. Um, there are one additional caveat that I forgot to mention. The you could not see the bottom landing of the stairs from where you were at. Okay. Okay. All right. I would let them know that. You guys ready to move? Ready. Let's yeah. Do it. Let's check out that keg. Let's go. All right. Okay. Well, let's we'll check out the keg first, then move in. Maybe there's some malt beer. <laughs> there is, in fact, upon an investigation, malt beer, a uh, yes. somewhat weaker version of it, you know, it's not a, 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 a true palate buster, but uh, it's, you know, your equivalent of your... stand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it is, it is, it is cheap swill, but not true swill. <laughs> um, right. Boss takes a taste test and shivers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, for for your for for what you grew up even as the worst of dwarven beers, uh, you know, this this by far is going to win no awards. Okay, but we'll get someone side, you know, quickly drunk if uh, they're you know they don't watch it. On the side is branded an NL for Natty Light. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <sighs> there's there there there's a, there's a, there's a red stripe and a not Mexico. <laughs> Sign on the 
on the side. I turn to the group and say, stay thirsty, my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Xenatari wonders if we want to consider poisoning this spear. Ooh! Um, (laughs) No need considering. (laughs) (laughs) It's already done. It's already done. Yeah. Um, Daros is a rogue. He might have some poison. And if this keep is full of, like, evil people, it might be a quick way to eliminate some of our issues. She doesn't always drink, but when she does, she poisons the living piss out of it. You, you may want to check that iced tea she just got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all stand in amazement like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> She's going to poison? Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't, I guess I have poisons with me. I got a thieves kit. What, what got. is, what is everyone's alignment, if I may? I'm good. I don't see any reason to poison it. Uh, Daryl, I guess I'm neutral. Yeah, I don't know what mine is. Unaligned. I am unaligned. Unaligned. That's right. Okay. Uh, so it's a toss-up for me. Uh, Well, hell, you might as well. I mean, you killed my village, so you might as well go ahead and. You know, we've had this talk, (laughs) Kurik. Hey, we had this out, guys, over breakfast. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, just the question is: is are we sure the keep is full of evil people? Because I think it wouldn't be against our alignment if we're good to poison them. But the question is: are we really sure that everybody here is bad? Right. Um. Tough one for me. I would say no, because we do not know all the people that are in the the, the keep. So I would pass. Dang, Zenatari. If you, if you wanted the poison, I would pass it to you. So you could yeah. do it. I see. I see. Evil. Right, evil woman. do it myself. <laughs> Just ask him the question. Evil right. woman. <laughs> so yeah, I would probably pass on poisoning the barrel. Okay. Xanatari, do you go ahead and uh, poison the barrel anyways? I think I will wait until we have some more information, although the opportunity probably will not come again. Okay. All right. Uh, The first uh, philosophical debate having concluded, the... What do you guys do next? Move into the keep. Move. Moving down the stairs. Uh... I guess I can take the lead. A uh, boss. Do yeah. You are you a torch? N- n- is it dark in the keep? Well, yeah. I can't see the bottom of the stairs. I told you that. Oh, was you? I would like to strike a match. I would, if you would want to continue on with um, ahead. Yeah. Still, I'll stay stealth and continue moving forward. I guess Kurik being in front of you guys and you two following behind him. Yep. So we have the eyes. Sanitary rolls to use the slide. No. <laughs> she comes running back up the stairs. Is she pursued by a horde, or was a slide just that damn good? Uh. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Moving into the stairway, you find that while the angle of descent is rather sharp, the stairway has been uh, recently repaired, and the footing is quite firm. <clears throat> The uh, air temperature begins to drop rapidly, but after passing down 100 feet or so, you notice the flickering of uh, torches ahead into your left. There appears to be a possible turn in the stairway. Okay. 
I guess I'll continue forward and uh, check around the corner. Um, Bosk would like to raise his shield and kind of hide his torch behind his shield as best that he can as he moves on down the stairs. Okay. Um, Bosk, I will say that if anything happens in the next, say, three rounds, that you will have a bit of a penalty due to the uh, smoke from the, your being bounced back off your shield and stuff into your face. Okay. So we'll, do, we'll determine that if needed. Um, going further down, uh, Daros, if you look around the corner, you see that it is approximately another 20 feet to the bottom of, uh, the stairway. The room beyond appears to have torches or fires of some kind lit within it. Okay. Uh, I would let them know nothing's in the stairwell signaling to them and continue down. Do I need to make another stealth check? Uh, you will need like to make. To you will need to make another stealth check. And are you checking for anything along the way? Here's a training wheels moment. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Are you checking for anything? I have not. But before I enter the room, I will check for traps. Okay. On the stairway, the final one going down. As you're moving down and preparing to steal your mind, you hear a click. Oh, no. I'm dead, guys. Get out of here. Oh, God. <laughs> you may make... Actually, let me roll... Uh, let's see. You've got reflex scores on there, right? Uh-oh. What a reflex. Reflex goes Daryl's doing backflips. Nope. There's um, there's uh, fortitude checks. There's will checks. There's Reflex. Another... It's on the first page under yeah. defenses. Okay, AC, Fort, Ref, and yes. Will. Okay, so Ref, yes, yes minus 16. Okay. <laughs> I am... Oh, here we go, baby. Okay. Like nimble as a cat. You get a 15. Okay, so you make your reflex, and you are able to move out of the way. Sweet. All right. As awesome. something goes clang across, inches across your face, and into the wall. Oh. <laughs> However, where you have stepped, you hear yet again. <laughs> Click. Ooh, come on, let me reflex again. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, freaking acrobatics over here. Like, think of uh, Last Crusade when Indiana's flipping to the saw blades. That's what I'm doing right now. Jehovah <laughs> yeah. is spelled with an I. Wow. <laughs> and it's a man shall pass. <laughs> Can I ro- do reflex again? The um, I will I will roll against your reflex here, and I get a twenty. <laughs> do I get to add oh, my modifier Jesus. to reflex? <laughs> no. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> Hearing the click due to your proximity to the wall, the dart that comes shooting out uh, oh. firmly. And how shall we say, with critical fashion, ricochets, scratching up your neck and embedding in between your neck and your jaw. <laughs> Davis thinks to himself, never again will I not check anything. Dumb thief, dumb. <laughs> And there is, there is, there is in this far out of character thing going. I'm a wizard <laughs> instead of I'm a rogue. Right. 
you take, and because the numbers are lucky with you, and uh, I did not roll max damage, however, doubling it, you take 10 points of damage. Ooh. Okay. I'm at 26. I'm now at 26 hit points. 10, 10 clicks of damage. That's right. Yep. However, it is savings throw time. Okay. What does that mean? I've never done a savings throw. You have a uh, a um, field on your form. It should say uh, versus poison. First page, Dan. Okay. I'm on the first page, and I see saving throw mod zero, death saving throws, uh, resistances, vulnerabilities, current conditions and effects, basic attacks. Yeah, I don't see anything about yeah. poison. Yeah, yeah I don't see anything that okay. girl is poison. <laughs> poison. All right. Let's let's just let's just do a fort save, and we'll make uh we'll make we'll make it easy for this time. And I'll double check my uh stuff for the savings throws. Um, let's see. I roll a three. <laughs> okay. So is is that below your uh fort save? My fort is thirteen. Mm. Very good. While you feel, while you feel as this thing jams into you, a release of liquid, your you, innate you feed yourself. Your your innate sense tells you that this could be far worse than it it is. Um, okay. I I would sort of think that this would perhaps not be a quiet affair for you, but. Um, you've now had things outlined for you. Go give your reaction and whatever else you guys want to do. Alright, so I pull the dart out quick enough so the poison doesn't take effect. Right? Pretty much? So I yeah. Think, okay, alright, alright. Yeah, I'm just kind of leaning on the wall freaking out right now. <laughs> Son of a... You know, have, have you called out loudly? Did you scream? Did you, you know, what's... Well, you're not stealth anymore. No, I'm out of stealth, but... Uh, no, I didn't call out or anything, but I am going to move back up the steps to them and inform them, hey, there are traps. I didn't even think to look. It's like, <laughs> look! It's like, we uh, must watch our, stealth, our steps from now on. That really yeah. hurt. <laughs> and I'm kind of leaning over and holding my neck hurt a little bit. Just, yeah, let's watch our step from here on out. Bosk advises Darrow's to kind of move. Is he the only one that can check for traps? Training wheels? Uh, yeah, pretty much. He's got. He's probably got the best thievery skill of everyone. Yeah. Dang. You all. You all might have a point or two or something like that, but yeah, um, I've got a nine in it right now. So. And 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 Dan, it is not the DM being mean. It is just simply uh, with the training wheels off. Sometimes you still fall off the bike. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. I wasn't even so. thinking about traps. <laughs> or anything. Don't, don't even worry about it. It's like, dang it. <laughs> it's all good. So yeah, I'll inform them that I have come across a couple traps. One doing some damage to me. We'll watch our steps from here on out. Be careful. It looks like this place is rigged. So <laughs> They don't like outsiders. No, they don't. Mm. I will offer to heal you if you like, but you understand that that costs one of your healing surges if I do. Um, let's see, I'm at 26. Yeah. That took a lot of damage. That'd be fine. I'll take a healing surge. Okay. Because I'll get a surge value of 9. Okay, so you get uh, nine points back. Uh, just make a notation that yep. until you get your fur, your fur, uh, until you get a full round of uh, full night's sleep, um, you're one less on your count there. Right, I got 35 hit points now. Okay, uh, 
Bosk or Kurik, any reaction to you from you guys regarding this event? Uh, I'm hoping that Daros dies. <laughs> I advise Daros to stay closer to the group, and we'll check as we go along together as one. Holding hands. Holding hands. Okay. And skipping. I remind Daros to grab some sand and throw it into the pit to see if there's an invisible bridge. <laughs> okay. So what, let's let's say you guys take ten, and then uh, you've come back, and now you're proceeding as a party down the uh, stairs. Yes, yeah. and this time I am very vigilant, and I'll be checking for traps in each new area that we enter. Which is very good because within that area where you encountered two traps, yes, you do find and note the presence of a third trigger on the stairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Can you roll like... to set the trap off? or mark Yeah, can I disarm it or something? Can I roll for that? Mm. You you could roll for that. You If you had a staff or something, you could poke at it, but you, of course, don't know what type of trap it is. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd let you, you know, wedge some stone or wedge something in there to keep it from going off. Or sure, I'll do it. Thing, I'll, so. I'll roll to uh, disarm. Okay, um... Roll your uh, thievery then. Uh, 16 plus 9 thievery, 25 plus 4 decks. I don't know if I get my modifier. Okay, so not for 29. that one. Okay, so 25 total. Okay. Uh, actually, you know what? I will give you the deck. So 29 total. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you are able to uh, render the trap uh, mostly inert. Okay. Um, it, it takes some effort to set it off. Uh, do and this is um, going back to something that uh, Opie had asked a couple weeks ago. Um, any of you want to roll or use any of your other skills like dungeoneering or something at this point in time before you head into the main area, or do you want to hold off on that? Any other actions you guys wish to take to as part of your character's new habits? Um, no, not at all. I mean, I don't really get any kind of good feelings or any kind of feelings from this keep at all. Okay. I, I'll roll at Dungeoneering. I have a decent skill on that. And if we can find out anything about you know, the it's not a history check, but I don't know really what Dungeoneering does other than it's a dungeon and I could maybe figure out how it's laid out or something. <laughs> Dungeoneering is basically going to kind of give you an, a rough idea of is it Man-made, based out with large components of, you know, natural. Does it, you know, uh, is it sort of a? It's one of those kind of fuzzy skills that you know you, you'd use while doing different things in a dungeon. But this one would be able to give you at least a rough idea of: is it a natural cave that somebody has expanded upon? That sort of stuff. Hmm. Then never mind, I don't care if it's limestone. Okay. <laughs> All right. Very good. Um, it would also probably give you a little insight as well if you encountered, say, uh, a pile of scat or whatever as to what might be in the area. But All right, so moving forward uh, to the audience, um, I do not have my camera with me this week, so I'd like to apologize to everyone that's playing that uh, I'm not able to do the uh, show the map this week, um, you enter 
a what appears by rough estimate a thirty by thirty room. The floor at your feet is stone. There appears to be a center pillar um, exactly in the center of the room and what appears to be dirt or sand um, in the uh, space beyond the 10-foot border walkway of the room, so to speak. In all four cardinal directions, uh, yours being the north, there is a uh, hallway. So, okay. Wow. So, so there's a hallway going each way. So we're yep. coming out of the north, or are we facing the north, coming from the you south? Are coming, you are coming out of the north, okay. facing south. Okay. So we're coming in. Check right this room in entryway for traps, Darius. I am. Way ahead of you. Roll Let's for traps. Rolling for traps, yeah. Okay. Um, Opie. Yes. You will recognize, or at least uh, something will trigger in the back of your head, that the center pillar is designed to be a far greater load-bearing pillar than the uh, 12 to 15 foot high ceilings would need. Mm. you've, You've been in rooms similar to this, but that column looks a little odd. Daros, you sort of note that there's some stuff sticking out of the sand on one of the edge by the walkway um, to on the eastern side. That something doesn't look right here. Okay. Something isn't adding adding up to your senses, and since you've just taken a dart to the neck, <laughs> something something here isn't right. So in each of the four corners of the room, there's sand, and there's walkways that go to the pillar. There, and they there, go to there the... is no. There is a walkway. There's a ten foot walkway all the way around the room. Okay. In the exact center of the room, there's this pillar, and right. all the other space in the room is filled with sand. Okay. All right. So walk around the edge. Sand all in here. Join a map. Pillar in the center. All right. Is the ceiling going to come down and crush us? Well, there's things sticking out of the sand, too, that could be spikes or maybe doors that shoot up and lock us in the room. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would inform everybody of what I saw and, you know, think of what we want to do. Do we want to enter the room? or well, I mean, it's our only um, way of going. Can I look uh, at my feet? Is there any loose stones or, or any um, scraps of wood or anything that I could maybe toss into the sand? There, there's um, uh, a couple pebbles here. You know, not like a massive chunk of anything. There's a couple pebbles here and there. Oh, and um, there sounds like a sort of piggish snorting Uh-oh. from the south, but it's a little too regular to be animalistic. Okay. It's gnolls! Oh, wait, they're pigs. I don't know. So, so, sounds a little bit like the uh, the Gamorians on uh, Jabba's uh, slave barge. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's there's a couple stones here. Do you, do you want to... What are you going to do with them? I'd like to toss one into the sand, the closest sand area. Okay. 
there's um, a bit of a, 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 a puffed sound as the rock hits the, uh, the sand, and it doesn't sound right. It sounds like you've tossed something onto, say, canvas. I don't know if any of you have ever tossed something on a canvas, but it's got that kind of mm-hmm. boomf sound. Mm-hmm. You hear that. All right, guys, so what do we do? Um, Kirk, shoot an arrow into the pillar. Matt? Kirk. <laughs> Kirk. Kirk, shoot an arrow into the pillar. Are you muted? No, I'm good. Yeah, I think he was muted. <laughs> I think he was muted. Was I muted? Yeah. Crap. Shoot, an, uh, shoot an arrow into the pillar, sir. I did it. the room. Okay. The uh, uh, arrow hits, bounces off, flakes a, you know, a, a, a smidge of stone off the uh, pillar, and then both fall onto uh, the sand. Again, there's that sort of um, odd canvassy sound. Xenotary hmm. takes her crossbow out, which is kind of a heavy instrument, and throws it on the floor in the corner towards the side of the room. In onto the walkway or onto the sand? Onto the sand. The crossbow lands, makes the wolf sound, and then vanishes into the ground. Oof. With sand following after. Okay. Wait a minute, where did you shoot that at? On the walkway? I just threw the whole crossbow. Onto the walkway. Onto the, the sand. sand next to the walkway. And it vanished in underneath it. Yeah. Okay. Like quicksand? Um, yeah. like it encountered dead air. Hmm. Like you, you just broke through thin ice. Ooh. Stay off the sand. Yeah, <laughs> let's make our way to the pathway uh, towards the pillar, staying on the pathway. No, no, we don't want to go near the pillar. It's in the middle of the room surrounded by sand, right? Yes. And the walkway is oh. all the way around the room. Right. Stay oh. to the edges of the room and move our way around. Oh, okay. I thought the walkway was going in the middle of the room and the sand was around the edges of the room. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Daryl, are you still checking? Uh, yes, I would like to check. And also, um, yeah, let me check. And I, we heard the sounds from the south. So, yeah, let me check for stealth first. Let's see. 9, 18, 22. Okay. You are stealth? Yes. By the way, there's enough torchlight within this room for all of you to function comfortably. Okay, I'm throwing away my torch. Um, <laughs> okay, so you have thrown away your torch. Um, you have this hole in the sand now, and you guys are moving in what direction around the room? Came in north. We heard to the what south. south. Yep. East or west, guys? Which way are we moving? East. Alright, we'll move east. Okay. As you move east, Daros's eyes spot a false floor within stone. Ooh. Okay. Upon Turn close around. examination, this five foot section appears to be painted canvas. Okay. Do you investigate somehow beyond that five feet? 
No, I don't want to step on the canvas because if it does like the crossbow did, then it would fall straight through. I would like to go west of us a little bit to check and see if it's also true for the other side. Okay, because just remember, you can also poke at things. Um, going around to the west side, you have not encountered anything as yet that you can tell. Okay. <laughs> I would inform the group of what we, what I saw, of course, before I went to the west. Let them know that it looks like the canvas is here as well, if you guys want to check it. But I'm going to move west to see if I can find us a safe way to move around the room. And so I would check that and keep moving west just to make sure. Let's see if they wanted to follow. Yeah, I don't think mm -hmm. we should make obvious that we're here by poking yeah. holes mm -hmm. and things if we can avoid it. Okay. Yeah. As Xanatari brings up a good point, and I'm going to have a training wheels moment here. Do you guys in any way mark what you feel is to be a trap in the event that you need to come back this way? Or are you going to yes. rely on memory? Because, again, you want to be subtle, according to Xanatari. Uh, do, you yeah. want, do you want something that, you know, is you, if you come running, running by here, oops, you know, they're yeah. through the floor. What do you guys think? Leave a mark or yeah. something very subtle? Or Maybe else we just remember, stay to the left when we're coming back. I mean, if we're turned around, uh, it would be the left side, right? Alright, I say we don't. We will just keep to memory of what uh, what we saw. So we okay. know when we come back to the room. Very good. So you have made it across the northern wall. And you've gone down the eastern wall. Looking as you pass by the eastern doorway, you see another long passage. Your eyes are not able to... <coughs> Excuse me. I thought we tried to go down the east, and that's where the canvas was, and so we had to go down the west side instead. No, no you, were on, you, you went to the west first. Oh, okay. The path to the east, you cannot see all the way down. If you keep moving, you still encounter no additional canvas. Okay. We'll keep moving. I'll keep up front just checking to see if anything pops up on us. And I'll okay. keep checking for traps. The sound coming from the south appears to be an almost sort of piggish conversation as if something is being discussed. Um, mm. But sort of like a lazy banter. Um, well, you know, Kind of, kind of like what bored rent-a-cops, I guess, would <laughs> sound like. Um, but it sounds like there's a couple different piggish voices in the room beyond. Keep moving south, guys. Move to the south and go after these dudes. Yes. Yes. Okay. Everybody cool with that? Mm -hmm. So, we'll, all right, we'll continue to the south exit of the room to find out what's going on. I'll stay in front stealth to kind of keep an eye on things up front. Do you, uh, Darius, I presume you're going to continue to reconnoiter. Do you look around the corner? Do you just go right in? What do you No, do? no, no. I will check. If I need to check for traps, I will check for traps and check around the corner before we move in. Okay. Uh, check for traps just to be on the safe side. Okay, 14, 25 uh, total without the modifier of 4. Okay, there is uh, about 5 feet inside the doorway as you look. A uh, kind of a, a, a dense string strewn across the, um, the opening. 
and what appeared to be two types of metal containers um, set up uh, to your basic training. It looks like a simple jingle alarm for stupid. Okay. I informed the group of what is going on. But, oh, okay. More importantly, you see ahead of you five pig-snouted type goblins. Well, you would probably not know them as goblins because you probably haven't encountered them in the past, maybe right. except for Bosk. Um, okay. But there are five goblins in the next room. Okay. So I would turn back to the group. This is cool, guys, because I speak goblin. We can interrogate one, oh. kill the rest off. So this is actually really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Told you learning the goblin and common tongue were smart. Uh, I informed the group. <laughs> Let them know of the trap at the door and that we are moving into a group of five creatures that I cannot recognize, but I understand what they're saying, leading me to believe that they might be a goblin due to the fact that I know the language. Um, so I informed them, let them know they're right around in the hallway. And when we come in, if we want to attack, not to set off the alarm that's at the door so that we walk through and let them know where the rope is and find out where we, how we want to proceed. Well, considering that you speak Goblin, maybe there are some options here. Like, maybe we go back to the Sand Room, or go back to somewhere else, and you could call them in Goblin, you know, <gasps> pretending to be nice. a Goblin. Nice! Or something, and we can and ambush a, them. There you go, spring a trap. But do them. you speak Pig Goblin? <laughs> <laughs> can you snort like a pig? Uh, but. yeah. Try to. Uh, one, one, of, one, one other one other training wheels moment for you. Yeah. Um, and this is based on a comment that you made. There's one thing for interrogation, but there's another thing also for overhearing. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I could just listen in. You're still you're a rogue. Alright, yeah, I'll hang at the door. I'll tell them I'm gonna go back to the door before we make the ambush while they set up. I will move yep. back towards the door and listen in on the conversation that's happening so Kurik, Bosk, and uh, Xanatari can get into position so we have combat readiness when I call them into the room. Okay. There is um, some just general disgruntled banter of, of, uh, of warrior types that the schedule for standing watch has changed and apparently the uh, the boss is taking a little too much um, enjoyment in his sleeping time instead of actually doing what he's um, been sent here to do and they don't want their uh, the money that they're going to make on this contract uh, be put in jeopardy by him but at the same time they do acknowledge that you know he has taken care of every single problem that he's had, you know, that there that there's been. Um, they also wonder about what's behind the uh, the door that nobody will tell them about in their room that they're guarding. Um, they know it's they know that there's a door there, but they just don't have the key or any way. And if they try to break into it, you know, they'll get caught, and again, they'll lose their their money. Okay. Okay. Um. But in general, they're just kind of spoiling for a fight at this point. Okay. All right. So they're just kind of chilling and arguing about work. 
yeah. and they release little information, so I know there's a door there that cannot be entered by them, and they don't have a key for it. Right. Okay. I will go back. Now, we came up. The trap was on the east hall, so we came around the west. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Trap is on the west. Okay. Am All I right. turned around again? Yeah. The, the trap was on the east because that's where we went to first, and then we went to the west. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I, I'm turned around on my map. Okay. In my head. Oh, that, okay. That's perfectly fine. So the trap is on the east. We move around to the west. Um, I'm at the doorway, uh, and they're set up in the corner in the southwest, kind of chilling there, waiting for me to hear what's going on. Yep. So I would come back. I'd inform everybody of what was said, uh, let them know about the door, and that this should be easy pickings. Gen and I, I agree with Genesee's plan to call them in. But what I will do is the three of them will set up in this corner. I will go to the other side of the door since I'm stealthed, the other side of the hallway, and call them in that direction so their backs would be turned to the group once I bring them into the room. And then they can ambush them from behind. Uh, and that way they have combat advantage to jump them. Now, when I call them, am I going to be out of stealth? Or can I stay in stealth and just make the call? Uh, I'll rule that you can uh, remain in stealth. Okay, <laughs> perfect. All right, so I will move to the other end of the hall on the other side. Uh, far enough that I can check for traps to see if there's more canvas on that side of the door. To make sure I don't trigger anything, uh, if need be, I can roll another uh, check for trap, just so I can move on that other side of the door so it gets their attention that way away from the group, unless sure. you don't need me to. Okay, Ro roll for traps. Okay. Let's see here. Unlocking. Rolling. Uh, 14 without the modifier. Modifier would make it 18. So. There is... Uh... To your trained eye, there appears for a moment to be no traps. However, there is the faint sound of a click oh, no. oh, underfoot as you <laughs> position where you feel that your uh, footing would be best placed. There is no reaction. There is a slight puff of, uh, of uh, wind as something is attempted to be expelled out of a hole about roughly the uh, level of your side. Um, and you can see, just sticking out of the wall, a faint, sharp point. <laughs> Trap that backfired. Misfire. <laughs> Misfire. All right, well, I will move a little bit closer to the door, <laughs> not setting <laughs> off anything else to make my call. And then, <laughs> knowing that, uh, is everybody ready? Are we good? Ready to make the move? Mm -hmm. Ready. Do it. All right. I will start the call, and I will call the goblins in. How do you call the goblins in? What do you call them in with? You do not know if you were the sole goblin, if there are other goblins. Do you mention the beer? What do you... Act this one out. Call them collect. <laughs> TK421, why are you not at your post? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I would call, uh, we still need help unloading these wagons. Get your lazy butts up here to give us a hand. There, there's, there's sort of the snort of alarm like, what? There's the call back, the wagons are empty. <laughs> we, we still have one more barrel up there, let's go boys. Or pigs, or <laughs> <laughs> you, 
Mm. Crazy nerve herders, move it! Let's go! <laughs> there's, there's a snort of just absolute malice. And somebody goes, oh, the weakling got out of his cell again. Let's have some sport. Uh-oh. And the, there's the sound of uh, armored hoofbeats. Or not hoofbeats in this case, but armored feet heading up the passage. Um, soon, the first goblin appears at the doorway, again looking in the direction the distraction having worked. Um, there is now one goblin, and soon, very soon after, uh, there will be two goblins, <laughs> followed by three <laughs> goblins. Ah. Uh, uh, uh. All right, boys, let's get ready. Let's do this. Do we um, need to roll for initiative now? I'm going to say for this for this round, I will call out a name. You give me an action, okay? Okay. Now, and because of the <laughs> trap, we have combat advantage. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's go with Matt. Oh, yes. What 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 is what is Kirk gonna do at this uh, opportune time? How many enemy enemies are we facing again? Five. It's going to be five eventually. Right now, you see one. Oh, I only see one right now. Okay. Unless your positioning is somewhere else in the room than where the rest of the party is. No. I'm just gonna take a range basic attack. Okay. Go ahead and uh, roll for attack then. D20 plus your uh, whatever next to your basic uh, range attack. Which I think for you is like plus 8 or plus 9 or something like that. Yeah, plus 9, you're right. Yep. D20 plus, there we go. Total roll is 17. That's with my modifier, that's total. Okay. The uh, arrow does a glancing hit, and uh, the noise more startles the uh, the goblin than any sort of damage. But uh, a faint red welt appears on the cheek of this goblin. Nice, excellent. Xanatari, uh, how close are we to him? Um, if you guys are hiding right around the corner, uh, the group, um, with how you are all split out right now, you would be able to, um, have two in the front, one person in the back, and then Kirk at a, at a distance behind. Mm -hmm. So, um, you would be able to either zap or, uh, swing a weapon in between, um, if, if you were the one in, in, the back. So Bosk basically and I are standing together, and Daros is kind of on the other side because he's yep. the one luring. So I and then, could and hit then, then. And then you have, yep, you could hit, you could zap. Okay. Um, basically, uh, Kirk could shoot between the two of you, but uh, you can't get all three of you okay. up there on that side. So. I would want to use my Thundering Steel, which is a melee encounter. I do want to do a minor action after, just letting you know. Okay. Um, so I roll to see if I hit first. Sure. Seven. I don't add anything to that. It's just a d20 straight up. D d20 plus your... Uh... Oh, I see. 15 total. 
Okay. Um, you miss. Okay. Um, the next time myself or an ally hits the target before the start of my next turn, the target will take three extra thunder damage, even though I missed. Okay. Um, I will allocate that to um, Daros. Okay. okay. So I would do three damage extra. Yes. Okay. All right, cool. And can I do my minor now? Sure. Um, I don't think I have to roll anything for this. Is called Storm Surge. The next time the target makes a damage roll for a melee weapon attack, um, which will be OP before the end of my next turn, the target deals for extra lightning damage. Okay. Boom. Goes the dynamite. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Opie. We're going basic melee attack. Okay. Um, are any of you going... I know I, I'm saying this after the fact, but uh, we can work this. Are any of you trying to do any sort of trips or grapples or anything like that? Um, is your Are your blows trying to knock these creatures into the pit, or are you just trying to hit for the sake of hitting... What are you trying to do with your attacks at this point? Um, I'm I was just trying, trying to hit him. Yeah, okay. I hit to kill. <laughs> All right. Hit to roll, roll to hit then. D20 plus, I'm sorry. D20 plus uh, whatever your uh, weapon thing is for you, probably plus nine as well. Oh, plus eight. That's plus plus eight. eight. D20 plus eight, okay. All, all of you are running with a level three character sheet now, correct? Right. Mm -hmm. Correct. Um, right. <laughs> 11 plus 8, so that's 18. Or 19. You have hit. Okay. Please uh, roll for damage. <sighs> 1d10 plus 4. Um, ooh. Uh, 10 plus 4, 14. For as surprisingly armored and tough-looking as this goblin is, it crumples to the floor dead. Ooh. Nice. Does it crumble quietly? Um, I mean, do we have another shot at surprising these dudes, or do they think they know that th there's combat happening? Well, they've just seen one one come down. <laughs> I, I will say that the next one is, is coming into the entrance. As this thing is reacted and fallen, so you will have one more. Um, you know, Daros will have something to poke at before this turns into a general. <laughs> okay. Daros. Okay, uh, I'm moving on the next one, stealth like. Okay. <laughs> and I'm about to bust him up big time. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I will do a melee basic, uh, moving in onto him. And I will roll a 16 plus 9 is 25, plus may 2, I, 27. May I, may I ask a question of you? Yes. With this attack, because you have combat advantage, don't you have a backstrike abil backstab ability or something that you can they also will, use while stealth? Uh, these backstab can be used uh, just if I land an attack. All right, okay. so it, it's once I do this attack, it's gonna, it's gonna trigger two other attacks here in a second. Okay. So, so All right. Yeah. 
So you you it sounds like you hit with your uh, your your attack. So you're good. So you hit. All right. Now doing this, uh, I'm going to do my damage with one d six plus five, but I'm stacking sneak attack on it, which adds two d six to it as well. Okay. Uh, so what I will do is I hit for fourteen. Boom. You hit for fourteen total. Yeah. Okay. That goblin is dead. Okay. Boom. <laughs> Uh, what that has done uh, has opened up backstab, uh, which you make an attack roll against an enemy within five squares of using a basic attack with a weapon. The enemy must be granted combat advantage to you. You gain okay. a plus three power bonus to the attack roll, and the enemy takes a 1d6 extra damage if the attack hits. So would that be on the same target, or would that trigger to the next? Um, in this particular case, because we're doing surprise, surprise, surprise... I'll say you can get it. Go after the third guy. Don't forget that you've got a plus three damage. I believe. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So I will move straight to the next target. Um, Is he in I'll, the room? I'll, 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 for the for the hallway. I'll say that if you shift, you won't even have to move. Okay. You can just stick him. Okay. All right. Perfect. So I'm rolling again. Roll seven plus nine is sixteen, seventy, eighteen. Hit. Plus three, which would be 21, because I have the, the plus three power bonus from backstab. Hit. Okay, so I roll 1d6 for damage, plus the three, which will hit for six. Dead. Awesome. Yay. This also triggers dark reaping for me. A creature that has zero hit points. <laughs> One creature of your choice that you hit with an attack before the end of your next turn takes extra necrotic damage equal to D6. But the two I've hit are dead, so it really doesn't help anything. Correct. So it actually didn't help me. But man, that would have been awesome. Finish him. Mosk says finish him. Three goblins dead. But I do let the guys know on the last one, we need to keep alive so we can interrogate. Oh, God. Okay. So... Xanatari advocates we search the three that are dead quickly and then throw them into the sand so that it won't look like there's bodies everywhere when the next two come in. Well, the the the, the, the next the next two are right on their heels. Okay, so, so, so this this is this is this isn't like excuse me, hold on, hang on. I wasn't you, sure you know, if they me, were being me, yeah. that lazy. Yeah, I figured they were bundling into the room. That's why I kept moving towards each yeah. target as I was hitting. No, they're this they they basically, they basically really really good ideas, Xanatari. But in this case, in this case, they're all like, "Hey, they're sport. We're gonna come over, beat some stuff because the beats sitting over here in the corner." Okay, we can wait. after af- afterwards expressing that that's gonna be huge. Okay. Okay. All right. So back to Kirk. Two left, Kirk. Two um, left. Yeah. This we are now going to roll for initiative. Okay. Rolling. Roll to twelve. Seventeen. Um. Nineteen. Three. <sighs> Nice. So, Kurik, Bosk, me, then Xanatari. That's right. Do it. Kurik. Flaming arrow. Bring it. <laughs> Flaming dude. Um, Go. I think I know what I want to do. Okay. I want to take a rapid shot. Okay. okay. Um, range-based attack with a weapon against each creature in or adjacent to a square within the attack's range. I take a minus two penalty to the attack roll. Okay. So as if my accuracy wasn't bad enough. <laughs> it's all good, bro. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Um, so I roll, let's see. 
20 plus 9. Total roll is 16 minus 2 is 14. Miss. Next one. Don't you have some sort of an elven thing where you get to retry? That's like a daily form. Or um, something. that's a, yeah, that's a uh, elven duo. Elven accuracy. But doesn't he still have to roll for the other one too? Yeah, he does. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. So, do you want to retry that one, or do you want to? Well, I can't use rapid shot and elven accuracy at the same time, can I? Well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to you know what, Kirk? I'm going to give you another attack roll here. Oh. Wow. Okay. There you go. You know, you may you managed you managed to get two arrows on at once, just you weren't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> so am I doing the rapid shot again or no? Happens to me all the time. Well you're still in rapid shot, but you're still shooting at the first one. Okay, so the, okay, so this is you, the you, you sh you shoot it shoot it shoot at the first one and then um we'll just treat this as a regular range basic. Gotcha. Total wow, total score is twenty six. Nice. Okay, that one you hit. Sweet. So just just roll for your ba your basic uh, damage range. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Total score is ten. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I believe Opie's next. Boom! Bosk rolls up. I'm gonna go with. Uh, just I'm uh, did, go with it. Just what? Did Kirk kill that one? No. Okay. Okay. Right, I'm gonna attack the same one Kirk attacked. Basic melee. D twenty, uh, fourteen plus. Ah, where's my thing at here? I just had it up. I'm sorry. Uh, fourteen plus eight. Okay, that's you hard. Hit. <laughs> now, do you at the same point in time, based on this circumstance, I'll give you the option. Do you want to shield bash the other one? Has it filed into the room behind him? Yeah, it, 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 it's it's a breast. It's a breast of the other one. Do I have that skill to shield bash the other one? Well, it'd just be like you know you're swinging and you just kind of like lash out and just put the put it sure. put your shield in its face. Sure. What shall I roll? <coughs> uh, roll a d twenty again. D twenty again. Come on, baby, roll high. You want the modifier? No. No modifier. D twenty to shield bash. Twenty, yes. splattered okay. pig on my shield. You literally do that, and as you do this, the sickening sound of not only its snout breaking, mm -hmm. but its head being crushed into the wall between your shield and the wall uh, has turned it into pulp, and that one is dead. Let me roll damage on the other one that I hit. Hold yep. On. Uh, 1d10 uh, plus 4. Don't forget your 4 extra lightning as well. Oh! 10 plus 4 plus 4 more 18. Dead. I am boss. Darius looks around the room and goes, what happened with keeping one alive? Oh, oh we forgot. <laughs> That part. <laughs> Sorry, I just got going. <laughs> <laughs> like, Eye of the tiger, and he breaks up the fight. Can't just kill one. Right. It's like we're, we're we're gonna we're now gonna say that they're like Pringles. You can't just kill one. Right. <laughs> okay. 
Nice fight, guys. Nice fight. Sorry. And I Zantari, say we sorry. Just... Oh, yeah. You had you had an idea for what you wanted to do after combat. Would you please express that? I think we should search the bodies and then throw the dead bodies into the sand so it's not obvious that we've been through here and they don't know there's invaders right now. Darius agrees. Agrees. Boss will help. Search. I do have okay. a secret hope that somewhere the sand leads into a room and I may recover my crossbow at some day. <laughs> not that a mage needs that, but just in case. <laughs> There is 16 gold on the bodies. Okay. And the swords are a basic set of short swords. Okay. Owing to the size of the fact that they're in a dungeon. Um, okay. They're pretty rusty and pitted, and, uh, you know, they're definitely, you know, 12th or 13th hand weapons. <laughs> the armor is a shabby collection of metal that roughly equivalates to about half plate. Um, nothing really special with them. The uh, under padding is horribly stink and bug filled and all that other stuff. Gotcha. The one that took the one that seemed a little bit tougher had a head of a uh, uh, dwarf. On its belt, as sort of like almost a rank insignia. And it had on a scrap of piece of paper, very horribly scrolled out in Goblin, the equivalent of IOU. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, let's toss him in the pit. We found what we wanted. Get him in the pit. Yeah, maybe we keep the uh, piece of paper. And yeah. I don't know, Bosk, do you have attachment to dwarf headed belts? <laughs> no, that's okay. I will. Yeah. Gladly throw that one into Yeah, it. I guess we keep the gear to sell and toss everything. I don't care for the gear. Yeah. Okay. Cool yeah. it is. Oh, there you go. Right. Just we're throwing everything in the pit. We didn't find Take the gold. There you go. Sixteen. Are, 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 are you are you making a new hole in the pit or are you using the are you dragging them over to where you already had the the hole from the Wherever this crossbow went, right guys? It's it's yeah. sand, yeah. isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, um, the bodies go in, you hear it kind of thump around against yeah. something, um, and then you hear the squish at the bottom Ooh. Okay. of the pits. Okay. It's probably a good time to wrap up, unless we have anything else we want to I was to I was actually just going to uh, describe the rest of this room. Um, okay, go for it. Then we can go for there. Uh, entering the room after easily disarming the can uh, noise trap, the party is in a 20 by 20 foot room. There is a hallway as uh, you enter from the north on the west wall. And there is uh, a curtain over something in the northeastern wall. I think from uh, we can pick up from here on the next episode. Okay. 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 Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers and also the Geek Bits Podcast on regular guys talking about geeky stuff. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at geekbits.net. 
You can find our D4 MapPuck group and join for free, and we'll be posting pictures and fun stories there too, and we encourage the listeners to post pictures and share their D&D journeys with us. Join us for our worldwide adventure. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels.